It's time to take a K-drama coffee break with the K3. With all the extra that he, the all the extra he has given us through season one, to start season two with that much extra, I was like, well done, show. Well done. Hi, everyone. Hi, Marisa. So Hi, Jeff. Excited to see you. I'm so you happy. Too. Oh my God. <laughs> Welcome to probably the best K drama coffee break of 2023 so far. Marisa is back for today, and we are going to talk K dramas. If you are new and hanging out, this is where we basically talk about what we're watching. It's a K drama coffee break. And so it's just where you come and share your likes, your loves, your drops, your hate watches. I'm into a hate watch, y'all. What are you yes. drinking this morning? I, as usual, have my Americano with one raw sugar. And actually, today I got crazy. I put some honey in it. Ooh. I know. It's a special day. I am drinking um, a London Fog. From the place that's got the delicious gluten-free donut? Uh, yes. I actually may have picked up a gluten-free donut that's going <laughs> to, I'm going to pop in the freezer and bring home to LA. <laughs> oh my God. Y'all, if you go to Vancouver, they have the greatest gluten-free donuts ever. It's my favorite. Oh my God. London Fog. What is that? Is that like a, an English tea with some milk? Yeah, it's Earl Grey tea, a steamed milk, and a little vanilla or a little honey. And you find it all over Vancouver. I don't even I don't even think they have this in the UK. I think this is a total Canadian thing. But from my favorite, one of my favorite coffee shops, 49th Peril, like isn't this the most beautiful? It's gorgeous. I yeah. love I love this cup so much. Yeah. And it matches yeah. our coloring now so well. I think you That's need to right. bring, you need to bring more home next time you come to LA. There is a cat cafe. They also have a bunny cafe. And I have to say, I've been to the cat cafe. And the thing is, you know how cats are. Like I have cats. I love cats. But the cats are like, who are you, lady? The bunnies are freaking adorable and so friendly and just like, I'm so into the bunny cafe. They give you a little cup of kale so that you can feed the bunnies. Marisa, so we are sweet. going to the Bunny Cafe next time I come to Vancouver. It's so <gasps> yeah. happening. It'll be great. <laughs> oh my God, it's so good to see everybody in the comments. How did everybody's K-Drama week go? We had three premieres. We had no finales for what everybody's watching. So is anybody seeing my tweets? I mean, listen, I know I'm not a prolific tweeter because of my work schedule, but I usually get some interaction. And lately I've gotten like, z like none. Anyway, I haven't started using it yet and I'm trying to get the K3 on it. But I might be over at Spoutable is what I'm looking at. Anyway, point being, I did tweet out that I think Crash Landing, <laughs> Crash Course in Romance, I keep calling it Crash Landing, is really an unfortunate title. It just, it throws me off every time. Crash Course in Romance has slowly become just a hate watch for me after this week's episode. So I can't wait to get to that, you guys. Oh, such a good week. Such a good week. Marisa, what's on your watch list lately? So as you guys know, I'm up here in Vancouver because I'm dealing with some family stuff. So I'm not watching a whole lot, which is, I don't know. I'm in a different K-drama watching phase. My brain is just completely distracted. So I also dropped Crash Course in Romance. I did finish Love to Hate You. I hope we talk about that later. And I'm watching Blooming Youth. I'm on episode three and I started Taxi Driver. I got to the first episode. So Ooh. I can't wait to dig in with everybody because... There are only so many hours in a day, and we love to give you recommendations, but this time I need to hear from you guys what you're into. <laughs> All right, you guys, why don't we just get started with our usual, what we normally do is the premieres. Let's get started with some premieres. Let's start with The Heavenly Idol, because I need y'all to let me know if I need to watch episode two, because episode one was almost unwatchable. 
I mean, it was watchable. I finished it. As Marco asked, was it Brainworks bad? It was not Brainworks bad, but it just was not working for me at all. So this is his drama before he goes off to yes. the military, right? So yeah. this is supposed to hold us over for 18 months. So this, these are our three leads for this one. And listen, love some Kim Mingu, right? And the, and the devil, E Jang Woo. I'm enjoying all of it, but the way they're putting it together is just oof. It's oh. rough, y'all. Waiting for your feedback. Unfortunately, not great. It's not great feedback. Yeah, y'all. I just I don't really have a lot to say because the story just a priest in another land. I will say the John Young Nam voiceover as like the voice of God and in- introducing us to these two lands was amazing. <laughs> yes. With her voice, her very low voice talking about the way the gods work and then the alternate world. And I was like, really, really into that. But then it just became kind of, I don't know, like community theater-esque. It was just weird. It was weird. There was some things that were fun. I enjoyed our devil character with his with his weird like sword of ghosts or something. But yeah. Yeah. So it's more than an idol drama. It's like in the K-pop world drama. I think Hit the Top is maybe one of the few that I've mm-hmm. like placed in the K-pop world. I don't know. It's kind of a, I want to show you how I can sing and dance and act and solve, I don't know. But when he did stand up and yell from the idol stage, I can't dance, it was kind of funny. It was you know, mortifying, but funny. And then of course our girl, Yi Ji Wan is their agency manager, like head of their agency. So I mean, listen, love her, right? So much. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of things to offer and I'm just, I need to know how the priest ends up in in the idol's body. I need to figure, I need that story. Did anyone out there read the manual that it was based on? Anyone? Because that's what it's based on something. All right, I'll give it, I'll give it episode two. Uh, Okay, so the next big premiere that we had was Taxi Driver 2. It was, it was kind of everything I needed it to be. What did you think, Marisa? I thought, I thought, I think I am now scared of E. <laughs> Jae-un. Like that first character in the prison in his ripped body. And then on top of that, the wig. And then when he finally started talking, I'm like, I, this man scares me. <laughs> it was so, it was so extra. It was with all the extra that he, the all the extra he has given us through season one to start season two. With that much extra, I was like, well done, show. Well done. I was like, is this real? Is this a body double? Oh, my God. Right? Oh, Oh, I mean, for real. Super intense. Absurd and intense. Right. The two most perfect words for this whole show, right? You know? (laughs) I know, because it's it's so violent. This is a cartoon, right? It's cartoony violent. It's so over the top because the revenge has will be that much sweeter because these people have been so horribly, like, trafficked and abused. And, oh, my God. Okay. So they set up the most horrific situations ever. And then in goes E. J. Hoon's character, Kim Doogie, and he goes in and then just is like, yeah. And like, it's like this, like gum snapping smart ass, just standing casually with his steaming cup of coffee in this prison cell. I'm just like, can you, Gina, I cannot. 
Gina, let me tell you, whenever we get to Seoul, a long time ago, I remember, I remember meeting a woman. Uh, she's a, she's a chef. She's, um, her name's Diana. She's got Diana's table here on YouTube, but we were chatting and crash landing on you had just come out. And she was talking about how absurd the storyline was this North Korean soldier. And he's Hyun Bin. And she's, you don't even see Hyun Bin in Seoul. And I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? That's not what I was promised. And if I get to Seoul and E.J. doesn't pick me up in a taxi, I'm going to be right. We're going to look for all the black taxis when we get there. The special, the premier taxis, of course. I mean, listen, I went in with my, I have to say, my expectations for season two were pretty low just because it's season two. I wasn't really expecting a lot. But the amount of fun I had watching the two episodes with our two bumbling men who just bring me. Oh, freaking frack. They're so funny. the, The sheer amount of joy that these two bring me. And we've added... Talking about our puppy assistant serial murderer, Shin Jae Ha shows up at the end of episode two for his first day of work. Yeah, so I mean, this cast is going to be so much fun. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That sounds like everybody else did too. So this one will be a good one. Yeah, it's going to be great. All right. Also, Big Bet Two also premiered this week. I did not watch it yet because, as you all know, the only reason I'm watching is for Sunsaku. There's no story there. There's no there there except Sunsaku. Um, so I'll let you know next week what happens. Um, <laughs> you need the supercut. Always with right? the Sunsaku supercut. Always. Always, Marisa. All right, so let's just move on to our, because we didn't have really any finales, Red Balloon finale to this week, but none of us, nobody seems to be talking about it, so there's not much to say about it, but it did finale. So now it's available to binge, I believe, on Netflix. So let's talk this week. So Our Blooming Youth. Did you watch any of this, Marisa? I did. I got through episode three. Oh, I really like it. You know, episodes one and two, it's like set up, set up, set up. And, you know, you're not really quite sure. I'm like, oh, she's kick ass. That's different. That's good. Right. And then it's like palace machinations. And it's like, here we are with the Shakespearean trope of a girl dressing as a boy. So, you know, I love Jang Hyuk, right? Did yes. You know I am. I am. I'm aware of that. that? Yes. <laughs> so did, has anyone seen a drama that he did with Oh Young So, I think her name is called Shine, Shine or Go Crazy. So it's uh, it's old, it's, it's old, it's 2014, 2015. Anyway, she keeps dressing up as a young man because he's the Prince of Goryeo or so to get into the palace or to meet with him. And at some point at the end, she was like, did you know I was a woman? And he's like, you think <laughs> I couldn't tell? You just put on the clothes, it doesn't, what? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I mean, thank you, show. Thank you. I was the same way. I have to say episodes three and four were much better than one and two. If you have not watched three and four, they definitely made it something that I'm enjoying now. Where one and two, I was like, I don't know. (laughs) But yeah. Can we just talk about the fact that she is the most beautiful eunuch you've ever seen? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. She's a young man. Right. Of course. (laughs) Right. Sure. yeah, and now, but I do love the cismance with her with her partner. So the two of them together, I love that they're this crime fighting duo, and I, I'm kind <gasps> of like I'm kind of getting into this. I love that, and it's Kyoye Jin again. Yeah. So it's the mm-hmm. taxi driver, and now and also Blooming You. So she's got the two shows going, and I think I didn't care. Right character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Though I think that I'm slowly getting over my rage every time she shows up for <gasps> VIP. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. That VIP hangover has lasted years. It's just years. like a visceral reaction. To seeing <laughs> I hate you. Like, oh, wait, no, oh. I don't. You're fine. <laughs> I will say it's my only my only big quibble on this one is because I think I have I have some residual anger towards forbidden marriage. The fact that 
yet another fiance is going to be ousted by the prince or the king. I'm like, these two fiancés, they wanted to get married. And so I'm a little bummed out that he's already been slotted to second lead, even though he's been wronged hideously. Yeah. We'll see where this goes. Do they right? do they make him evil? Do they kill him off? Does he, like, I don't know. <laughs> Our Blooming Youth, I think, is a watch. I really do. It was really enjoyable. I do like the fact that in Our Blooming Youth, the prince is very arrogant, but he's also very supportive of his people. And so I do enjoy yes. that because I think that sometimes they try to go too far to the other end where they're like, I'm a man of the people. And you're like, no, you're not. You're the crown prince. So just stop. <laughs> so I like the fact that he's kind of plays that that middle ground there for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Uh, I like Pak Hyang-sik so much. Ugh. I, you know, he's never been like one of my top, like I've enjoyed him, but he's never been, I've never been super, super into him. I think this might be the most I've been into him. I'm really enjoying this character for him for some reason. I think I was like, oh yeah, I like him. Hua wrong. (laughs) But then happiness. Yep. I enjoy happiness. And then, uh, what's the one with, um, Han Soe, the, the, the short one with the music. Oh, that's right. Soundtrack, like soundtrack number one. Soundtrack number one. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched, maybe I need to watch that. Maybe my love will explode at that point. But yeah, Yeah, I'm really liking him in this one. I think the second lead will get manipulated. Yeah, I think so too. I think he's going down. I think he's, I think his dad's trying to keep him on the right path, Uh the second lead, but I think too many things, He's being kept out of too many conversations, which a ton of misunderstanding, I think, is going to happen. Yeah. And he's going to end up in the wrong, wrong path. And whether or not he's going to be able to be saved from the dark side, I think, is going to be his arc, maybe. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. Okay, you guys. So our next one, is anyone still watching Strangers Again with me? Not me? Anyone? I love Strangers nope. Again, y'all. Oh, yeah? I love it. Here's why. Is yeah. it a perfect drama? It is not. Is it a messy drama? It's absolutely a messy drama. But this week, and I've only watched the one episode. I didn't watch both this week, but I only watched the one. And they spent they spent the entire second episode of the week talking about pregnancy and having a baby and being single or like having no kids. It was this entire scope of what it is in society to be a parent. Whether you want to be a double income, no kids, whether you want to have children, whether you end up accidentally pregnant by the guy you're sleeping with, whether your husband reverses his vasectomy without telling you and gets you pregnant and then wants to divorce you when you have an abortion. Like they covered all of these different iterations of what it is to what that means and what it means in a relationship. And it was really, I really, really, really enjoyed it. I think you're going to really enjoy it, Marisa, because it does it every week. It kind of covers a different societal issue and they look mm-hmm. at it from all the different angles, whether it's divorce and who wants a divorce and why you want a divorce or, you know, you know, having children and why you want to have children and where you have children or how you have children or if you don't want to have children. Wow. And they cover all the different angles of it and they still keep it. It's serious, but they don't keep it like, you know, you aren't like crawling through mud. They still keep it a little bit, you know, light. So you're not completely overwhelmed by it. Like just what looking at from all angles and even our two leads have to have a really serious conversation because our girl Ohara wants to be a mom. She's back together with the ex-husband going boom and he doesn't want kids. And so they're already at an impasse day one. So they're, they're they're already. And so as much as I want them together, I mean, clearly I, they probably shouldn't be together. So I'm really fascinated to see where they take this. 
because yeah. she's she has a case where it's her cousin who reversed his vasectomy without telling his wife and got her pregnant and they had agreed not to have children. So she had an abortion without telling him. And then he got upset and wanted to divorce her. And so they get a divorce because he wants mm-hmm. kids now. And so it's like this whole, it's very messy, but wow. all these different ideas start happening and Oh, I'm just really enjoying <laughs> how juicy it is and how it just covers so many viewpoints. Yes, Calvin. The chemistry one was wonderful. And Calvin, you actually have another really good comment here. The character development of Hara, especially listening to her ex-husband's story, like they got divorced because she was so rigid in her ideology. Now, I'm not saying that she shouldn't be a very strong woman. You know we love strong women here. I love a strong woman. But they didn't have conversations. They didn't discuss what was good for both, and there was no compromise. And she's now having conversations that was the reason for the break. Exactly, right? And so they're now starting to have the conversations they never had when they were married. And oh, I just, I just, it's so, so good. And then our, our other lawyer, Kang Bichi, is pregnant by the other lawyer, the super conservative lawyer. So our super, super liberal progressive lawyer got knocked up by the super conservative lawyer. And so there's that whole conversation there about what she should do and what, what's good for them. And so I just love it so much. There's just so much there. It's so juicy. Oh, good. But not in a mock jong sort of way, but in a very kind of let's have this conversation. Every everybody's point of view kind of is is valid. And I love that about the show. That's amazing to me that they're tackling this subject matter. And I wonder if it's also because both actors are married with kids, families of their own, because these are loaded conversations in any society, especially a conservative one. Especially with, I don't know, is there a falling birth rate in Korea? I think there. Oh, is. it's the so, lowest. Yeah. It's they yeah. even mention it in the show. It's the lowest in the. Is it like the O E? I don't know what the uh, Anna, OPEC. OPEC, yeah. yeah. It's the lowest, and she even says, "Don't you want to help out?" And he's like, "Uh, no, we're good." <laughs> it just was. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Oh, fascinating! Fascinating! So, oh my god! Yeah, I just, I do, yeah. I love it so much. It's just such a. It's like I said, it's a really just enjoyable story. A. But it's also very, it's got a lot of a lot of layers to it that I think you could watch it just as like a rom-com if you wanted to, but there's a lot of there's a lot of additional stuff. It's a beautiful story. I'm really digging it. I'm really digging it. Yeah. I'm really liking it. One that I'm not liking so much, y'all. Crash course in romance. I think it's um it's the last four episodes, I think are just gonna be a full-on hate watch. Yes. Oh no. I dropped it a long time ago. So. Why did you drop it? I'm curious. What made you drop well, it? Well, two reasons. One was okay, it so for anyone here who's a parent or a guardian or a caregiver. It was like, it was too much. These moms, it was just like too much. I was just like, I don't know. It, it was triggering. Oh. <laughs> like, I haven't quite lived that, but I've definitely met a few of those, those parents. And I was like, this you is have? too much. I'm not enjoying this. And then the female lead, I mean, I was so happy to see her in a drama, but she was just too much and a little kind of old school female drama character. Yeah. So just like the, just the misunderstandings were just like, there, it was just like one too many for me to swallow. So yeah. I hear you on every level of that. Yeah. I, but, but I, I wanted a rom-com. Right. Exactly. I wanted a rom-com and then I was like, all right, I'll put up with a murder and stalking or whatever's <laughs> happening. But then love to hate you came along. So I was I, like, bye. Right. I, maybe that, maybe that's why I'm suddenly I'm like, I don't need you anymore. Crash course in romance. <laughs> You've served your purpose. You've served your purpose. All right, y'all. So let's just dive in. 
I just cannot believe, I mean, I can because it's K-drama, but what is this show? What is this show, y'all? We have a rom-com with our, with our teacher and our banchan restaurant lady. We have a, we have Sky Castle, which is our moms warring over how their kids are going to get, and could, I mean, our girl, Jang Myung Nam is atrocious. She's so Bad. Like, no wonder her one kid not only is a, is a shut-in, he's also being accused of murder. Because, of course, yeah. of course she is. Yeah. She's so awful. I just, it's just, it's, and then we've got, like, the talented Mr. Ripley all of a sudden. They're on a yacht. <laughs> and our little puppy assistant is not only, like, killing people and stray cats with BB guns, but oh God, he, really? he attempts to kill his, he attempts to kill his boss's girlfriend on a yacht because he janks the thing. I'm like, what is happening? Like, like, pick a lane. Like, this should have been the whole show then, right? I mean, can't our guy, Che Chi Yul, have people around him who are not trying to do him bad? Like, why does it, why does it be one or the other? Why show why? I'm just, I mean, I'm going to finish it, but it's a full-on hate watch at this point. I'm just oh, no. so angry that they've made this little puppy assistant. Like, give us some backstory. You've got four episodes to go. We know nothing. We know nothing. Yeah, Jill, it's confirmed. At the end of episode, what was it, 12, I think? Yeah. Ugh. At the end of episode 12, broad daylight, y'all. Broad daylight. He, You see the hooded man driving past the banchan shop. Broad daylight. Broad daylight. Hooded. <laughs> pulls just past the banchan shop. Rolls down his window. Pulls out his BB slingshot machine thingy. Leans out to shoot our banchan store person. It's it's blurry. The focus is on the front of the weapon and the BB, and then they do a they do a slow focus pull to show his face, and it's our puppy assistant. I just don't understand why you can't have friends and a girlfriend for the love of God. <laughs> they accused him of killing the mom, and then he got away with it, and now he is secretly Cheo's assistant. I just oh, it's just. It's just so much. It's. I will say this though. The one thing that I did appreciate today was when our when Nam Hae Song and Che Chi Yol finally hook up in his apartment. I'm like, if they make uh, Cho Dong Yun do some weird wide eyed kiss like she's never been kissed before, I'm gonna flip the table. This is the woman who was in Man and Woman. I will lose my shit. <laughs> she's gonna destroy him. And they did. She actually knew what she was doing, and I was like. <laughs> You get that. Yes. That's yes. good. Yeah. Right. So here's my next question. They need to address the Sua situation, but she hasn't been in an episode like for the last two weeks. She's Which basically Sua? Sh- Sua's the daughter of Kim Sun Yun. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's like uh-huh. a really super intense, weird, mean girl, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's shown up twice in the last four episodes just staring at her and with all the scandals going on all the chaos going on where she was embedding herself into everything for the first half of the show so i don't know what's happening either with the actress or with the show or this so yeah it's I'm, I'm really curious uh so that's our watch list so let's just throw this puppy open let's do the open forum what do you guys want to talk about what else are you guys watching out there Marisa. I want to talk about Love to Hate You because I saw that some of you last week had, had uh, only dipped into like a couple of episodes. So I definitely finished them all and I'm about to go back and hit play on episode one again because it was so good. Because at first, at first, the misogyny was just too much. I'm like, really? But then I was like, this is Yu Tao. He's not going to take a character that's just fully hates women 
and then there's going to be some miraculous, he falls in love with her, which he did. But it was just like, it was, it got so much better. I don't know if I was in a mood for episode one and two, but I really, I just ended up loving them so much. And I love Kim Ok-bin so much in this role. Like she just, how she would just squeal and be so happy that she got to be the stunt double. It was just, I just loved it so much. I loved all the friendships. Kim Ji-yoon, is that his name? Oh yes. my God. Yes, it is. And his mane of glory. Right? I Listen. just don't even know what to say about that man, except thank God he's part of the Netflix crew of like actors that will just keep coming around because holy cow. Yeah. It was a silly show, but I did need it and I loved it. And it was yeah. everything I've ever wanted in a silly binge, right? What I really enjoyed about it was that there like just the girl power of it all. I mean, you had the older woman who was the older actress who still took yes. her under her wing when the scandal yes. was happening. And she was like, yes. everybody else, I don't care. So you had all these different layers of women being powerful and, mm-hmm. and owning their agency. And mm-hmm. I just loved all the different levels of that. And the men who were supportive of it. And it was just, that yes. was what was my favorite part about the whole show. Yeah, like the ex-boyfriend lawyer and one of the other lawyers from the firm, like how they supported her at the end. Like, I was like, this is so great. Yeah, I just, I I mean, it was a mature drama. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think Uteo is 41 and Kim Upman is like in her late 30s. And just to have grownups and not having to be silly and, but like making joke references to Agio. It was just like, I just, I just loved it. I loved it. And it's like 10 episodes. It was perfect. Yeah, I would have liked more, but it was, you know, just going to go back and watch it again. Just exactly. (laughs) I'm sad it's over, but I also kind of like, you and I were texting about Pride and Prejudice 1995. (laughs) Kind of like that. It's a perfect encapsuling of goodness. I just need to go back and start from like episode four and I can finish it and be so happy. It's so good. Love a binge. It's been a while. Can I just say, have we talked, have you been talking about this? Like, that K-drama drought lasted a lot longer than any of us expected. And I don't, we're not back to this place where there's 10 dramas on your docket. You can't have to watch all of them. Yeah. But that one definitely helped. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I will say definitely the 2023 crop much better than the 2022 crop in my personal yeah. opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was because the 2022 crop was coming out of the COVID, like they were prepping. I don't know if it was just because of, I don't know, but it was something. I don't know. Because there were some big shows like Oh My Blues that I just did not get into at all. And I was really bummed about that. Yeah, it was really, yeah, the 2022 crop was not my crop at all. But 2023 has given me a few that I'm like, yes, absolutely. All right, guys, what else are you guys watching out there? Trolley stuck the landing. It should be a binge. Ooh, which one is Trolley? Trolley's on Netflix, I believe. Oh, Trolley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I love her. Yeah. So we were waiting because we hadn't at the beginning when it's first premiered, we were all, we all got behind and then people were watching it and we were like, all right, I'm going to wait till the see if it sticks to landing and then I might binge it. But it sounds like we should, right? Oh, this is such an amazing cast. This is Kim Hyunju. <gasps> I love her. And Pak Heeson. Ooh. He's so good. Right. Uh-huh. And, and Kim, Kim Woo Yul is in it too. But, oh yeah. Oh my God. Wait. <gasps> so she's got like a hidden past, right? Is that the deal? Oh. Okay, good to know. Like All right, that putting down that too. on the oh, season two of Glory is coming up. We also have we have Island season two coming up next week. Do we want to take a look at next week's uh let's take a look at next week's <gasps> calendar? These breaks in between 
And also, like, when you watch so many K-dramas, it's like, you don't know where you are. So, like, the island's on Amazon Prime, which I keep forgetting. I keep thinking it's on Netflix, but it's not. It's Amazon Prime. Right. Oh, my God. Then there's so many different places to watch it. I'm, like, literally going, right. like, bouncing through my Roku. And now there's a break, and it's like, okay, so we get a lot of Chao Nu Instagram posts, which is good. Right. For that. So good. And, <laughs> but I need, I need season two, because I'm starting to forget season one you know so this week we've got oh strangers again is ending this week i'm so sad okay that's happening call it love what do you guys think about that one that's the one with Lee sun kyung and he oh, oh i just blanked oh kim young kwan kim young kwan yes I think it's going to be like a big melodrama yeah it's the tall yg models it's uh-huh. <laughs> so oh that's- i wonder if that's any good yeah, that's premiering this week. We got Island 2 coming up the next Friday, Saturday. Agency's finally ending, and God, Crash Course in Romance is never ending. Oh, uh, is that 20? It must be 20. Yeah, Crash exactly. Course in Romance. It's not. It's six, is it 16? I think it's 16. Yeah, it's only 16. It feels like 20, though. <laughs> it does. It, like it does. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, we've only got the one. We got a one finale and two premieres. Um, yeah, two premieres next week. So, yeah. So, it's going to be, it's okay. not going to be as packed as this week. I don't know. I'm really excited for that. I actually, both premieres, I'm pretty jazzed about. I need Island Season 2 because I need to know what this story is that they sort of teed up for us, right? I know. And now that Sung Hoon has finally appeared with his his main of glory. <laughs> right? His main of glory and his, like, like minions. Here. He's, like, sitting yes. on, a, on a throne at the end with yeah. our little... With our little, like, niece, like, granddaughter, yeah. like, minion. Yeah. Like, what is that? If you're new here and you're wondering what this calendar is that we're talking about, mm-hmm. Jen puts together this glorious calendar on a Notion page of what's premiering, what's airing, what's coming up, what the finales are. And you can have access to that if you become a subscriber, if you buy us a cup of coffee yeah. monthly. So that's how you can get it. It's so it's so handy because <laughs> otherwise we just get lost, right? Oh, my God. I'll be honest, like I use this thing all the time to be perfectly honest, because I'm always like, what is happening this week? Oh my God, Marisa, it was so good to see you. I hope you yes. can go back again soon because I know you're very busy and you got a ton of things going on, non-K-drama related, but we're so happy yeah. that you popped in today. This was, was fun. It was great talking to everybody. I had a good time. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, then have a great week. Have a great K-drama week and we will see you next time.